0: In today's episode, I am bringing you a very short solo episode in which we're discussing all things heavy periods. So what actually is a heavy period, when they commonly occur, so who's most at risk of developing heavy periods... Uh, and why it occurs in these groups, looking at conventional treatment options, which are offered for heavy periods, and what I would say is the most common sort of air quotes root cause that we would come across in clinic. I have to say with this episode, I haven't recorded anything in months. So please do excuse me. And I'm also 35 weeks pregnant. And I can say that pregnancy brain or baby brain is a real thing at this point in time. So please do excuse me for any ums, ahs, and things like that, that may have slipped in, but I hope you enjoy this episode. And as always come and say hello on Instagram. My handle there is Selen Douglas underscore nutrition. If you are currently wanting to get personalized advice to support you with your nutrition and hormones, the best place to start is for you to book in a complimentary consultation. In this 15-minute consultation, we will discuss your current health goals, what you can expect from consultations, and we cover any questions that you may have. If you're happy to go ahead, we book in a time for your initial consultation, but equally, if you need a little time to think about it, that is perfectly okay too. To book in a complimentary consultation, simply head over to selendouglas.com forward slash links and navigate to the book section. Alternatively, you will also find the booking link in the show notes on this episode. We hope to meet you very soon. Hello and welcome to another episode of Holistic Health Chats. I feel like it's been such a long time (laughs) since I've recorded an episode on my own and I think it feels that way because it has been such a long time. Um, As some of you may know from following me online, I am nearing the end of my pregnancy. I'm currently 35 weeks pregnant and I've just had an incredibly busy last few months um, in the business and also hiring new team members and things like that. So that is why I have sort of dropped the ball per se on recording episodes, but I'm aiming to get back ahead before I go on maternity leave so that uh, you have plenty of episodes to tune into. This episode is all about heavy periods. This is something that I work with quite frequently in clinic and something that I come across really, really often. Um, And... It is one of those symptoms I think that can be really debilitating for a lot of women. Um, A, losing blood um, each month and lots of it um, is obviously going to put you at risk of developing iron deficiency, which then causes a whole host of other secondary sort of issues. Um, And B, just from a psychosocial point of view, I think obviously uh, being worried and concerned about bleeding through and things like that makes it very, very difficult for you to go about your day normally. So first, what we're going to start with is what actually denotes a heavy period. Because sometimes when I ask my clients that in a consultation, they're not really sure what's heavy, what's light. I mean, we don't really go through specific definitions around those terms, and they are quite ambiguous. So heavy Uh, The definition for that is a period that exceeds 80 mils of blood lost. Now, that's across the entire period. Now, no one, I don't think, is actually measuring the mils um, of blood that they're losing each month. But for reference, one soaked regular pad or tampon holds about 5 mils. That's for a regular one. A super holds around 10. So doing the math on that that would equate to um, say 16 fully soaked um, pads or tampons or eight fully soaked super um, pads or tampons. So that's across your whole period. Now, the other thing I guess that complicates this definition a little bit is that a lot of us aren't waiting until our pad or tampon is full to actually change it. So it becomes difficult if we're, you know, changing it more regularly when we're going to the toilet and things like that. Um, The other way to, I guess, conceptualize this and think about it um, or questions that I tend to ask, at least in my consultations, is are you ever worried about breakthrough bleeding? Are you ever getting up in the night because you've bled through into the sheets? Are you ever feeling like you need to double up with a pad and a tampon because quite frequently you're soaking through both. So they're all signs and symptoms that your period is heavier than it should be. Um, Then the other things that I tend to look out for would be things like blood clots in the period. Uh, And some clots, small clots are quite normal, but really anything over like a five or 10 cent piece size coin. Um, And that's where we are sort of looking at a bit of a red flag there and and thinking that that is a heavy period. So heavy periods are more common in teenagers and also perimenopausal women. Uh, I would say also just from clinic as well that after birth, these are all times when we're going to be more predisposed to experiencing heavy periods In terms of those first two brackets that I spoke about, so young teenagers and perimenopausal women, the reason why you would be more prone or likely to experience heavy periods at this time is because we suspect that you're going to be experiencing irregular ovulation. So ovulation being that main sort of event of the menstrual cycle um, after which you produce progesterone. So if you don't ovulate, or if you don't ovulate regularly, it's possible that some or all cycles you're not producing very much progesterone, and the main role of progesterone is to actually reduce blood loss. It thins the uterine lining, and it's basically the, um, the opposite action to estrogen. So in these groups of women, uh, young women, teenagers, perimenopausal women, it's likely that their progesterone levels um, or their ovulation, I should say, is irregular, in which case their progesterone levels are low or irregular, in which case we've got high levels of circulating estrogen relative to the amount of progesterone that we have available. So it's not always that you necessarily, because I know the term estrogen dominance gets thrown around quite a lot. And I think that can be confusing because sometimes it's not that you actually have too much but rather those ratios of progesterone to estrogen can be out of whack and that's actually what's causing the symptoms. So too much estrogen actually thickens your uterine lining um, and then not having enough progesterone available kind of allows that whole scenario to continue proliferating. Conventional treatment options um, for periods are, Leave a lot to be desired. I'd say the most common one, particularly for uh, perimenopausal women, would be the Marina IUD. So that's an intrauterine device that's progestin only. So going back to what I've just said about a lot of the not the only cause, but a lot of the time, the the cause of heavy periods will be an imbalance between estrogen and progesterone. So the Marina IUD, that intrauterine device is um, progestin only. So it's a synthetic progesterone. So it's basically doing the job of what progesterone should be doing um, and thinning that uterine lining and uh, therefore creating less blood loss. The other um, medical sort of recommendation quite commonly is transemic acid, um, which works by blocking the breakdown of blood clots, which prevents um, heavy bleeding. In teenagers, that demographic, I'm going to say the oral contraceptive pill is still a very, very common recommendation. Um, and the combined oral contraceptive pill obviously has estrogen and progesterone. I won't delve into that one too much because I think we sort of know the the ins and outs of the oral contraceptive pill. If you're an avid listener to the show, then there's um, episodes on that I'm sure you would have tuned into before. Um, And then in more severe cases, uh, sometimes an endometrial ablation is recommended, which is basically the scraping of the uterine lining. Uh, It's not always effective and a lot of women actually require repeat procedures. Uh, Up to 20% or more of women experience long-term pelvic pain after having an endometrial ablation. Uh, The other common recommendation uh, when we're kind of at that end stage and maybe a female has tried something like the Marina or transemic acid or one of these other things and has not been affected, uh, effective, Sorry, and obviously this is generally recommended to a female who um, has had kids already or has decided that they don't want to, then the, the sort of last stage in that um, cascade of interventions would be a um, recommendation of a hysterectomy. So for obvious reasons, um, generally we don't want to look at just whipping out your reproductive organs, um, but even uh, surgeries and, and sort of procedures such as an endometrial ablation are quite invasive. Morena's, some women tend to love theirs. I, of course, understand that I am on the receiving end of women telling me stories that they don't love theirs because usually they're coming to me wanting some kind of other option. So I'm very biased. I understand that. Um, But I do hear many, many stories of women not loving their Marina, whether that's the mental health side effects um, that some women tend to experience the pain or sometimes even ironically, the consistent bleeding. One of the main uh, nutrient deficiencies that we will see as a result of heavy periods is iron deficiency. So in women that tell me, you know, I've, I've always had an issue with my iron or I've never been able to get my iron up, I always ask that leads into a conversation around, you know, well, what are your periods like, how heavy are they, how much blood are you losing? Because at the end of the day with chronic iron deficiency, if that's what we are looking at, there's either, you know, I mean, it's quite, it's more complex than this, but often it's either there's an inadequate intake coming in through the diet. You're losing too much every month in your period, or we've got insufficiency of absorption in the gut. And maybe it's a combination of all those factors or a combination of two of three. Um, But heavy periods are very, very common. And um, for obvious reasons, we lose iron in our blood, and so if you are having these huge, um, heavy periods every month, it's going to be very difficult to near impossible for you to actually address that iron absorption by just taking more iron supplements. Or, you know, if you've been recommended um, infusions, then you're probably someone who's getting those fairly frequently, which again is a very much a red flag of. Something else going on. And I think whenever we have a symptom like this, like let's just say low iron, we always need to keep asking, but why? You know, it's one thing to see a blood test result and treat that iron deficiency and tell someone they need to eat, you know, more heme sources of iron and take an iron supplement. But at the end of the day, if their iron deficiency is caused by something like heavy periods, which is caused by something else, which is caused by something else, we're never going to actually be able to correct that iron deficiency unless we keep going, but why, but why, but why? And we kind of need to follow those steps back until we come to the most logical answer. And it's not a clear path because, you know, getting testing sometimes and the testing that we need can have its obstacles, uh, so often there is a little bit of detective work and, you know, pulling different pieces of a health timeline or puzzle together in order to find the most appropriate answer. But iron deficiency is one of the most common things that will occur as a result of heavy periods. Um, and the key symptoms associated with this would be, you know, fatigue, tiredness, difficulty recovering from exercise, Often anxiety as well. People don't realize that iron deficiency causes anxiety too. Um, Difficulty sleeping, easy bruising, um, dark circles under the eyes um, and, you know, Things like our thyroid gland also need iron to function correctly too, right? So that's when we can see other things starting to crop up. And then our thyroid affects our heavy periods and so on. So everything in the body is connected. And that's why continuing to ask the why question is really, really important in being able to address these issues long-term. So what actually causes heavy periods? And this is where questioning is really, really important and putting together a timeline of when things came about. So in someone that has always experienced heavy periods, let's say a female is coming to me and she's, you know, I don't know, 25, 30, something like that. And she tells me I've had heavy periods my entire life. Um, that's where we're wanting to rule out things like clotting, um, disorders, blood clotting disorders, um, which can be ruled out just through simple blood testing. So a common one is um, the von Willebrand factor um, or factor eight or V111. If you're looking at Roman numerals, that's how it will be written. Um, But getting that that factor eight tested helps to rule that out. So Typically, if that's the cause of the heavy periods, you will have always had heavy periods, right? Because you've always had that genetic condition. Other common issues would be um, fibroids and ovulatory cycles are a huge one. So if you're not ovulating regularly, such as in when you are first developing your period and it's really taking time to mature or you have PCOS and you're not ovulating regularly. You're not going to be producing uh, consistently sufficient amounts of progesterone. Um, Thyroid conditions also can cause an ovulation and be linked to heavy periods. And interestingly, insulin resistance as well. So, The key times when we're more susceptible to experiencing anovulatory cycles will be perimenopause and, as I said, when your period is first sort of maturing or developing. I will be doing a future episode on perimenopause because that's a topic in of itself. Um, But I do find, and I'm coming across more and more frequently in clinic, that This is occurring and maybe women haven't even really kind of cottoned on to or realised that that would be the cause of their symptoms, Um, but the onset or new onset of heavy periods or irregular cycles is a very, very big symptom of perimenopause. The testing I work through in clinic if I have a client coming to me with heavy periods is first before I actually even look at testing is really to identify that they've got those basic diet and lifestyle foundations in place. If I can tell through um, speaking with that person or speaking with that woman that she's got you know, insulin resistance or I suspect thyroid issues or things like that, I'm going to start basically ruling those out through simple blood testing. If she were to say I've had heavy periods, my whole entire life, then I'm going to look at those um, different clotting factors in the blood and whether that could be an issue. But if we're looking at new onset, I'm looking at thyroid conditions, I'm looking at insulin resistance, and then I'm looking at also basic nutrients. So nutrients drive all of our bodily processes. And I think that we really, I guess, undervalue micronutrients and often focus too much on the proteins carbohydrates fat side of things when what we need to be focusing on is the nutrients to so like the iron the zinc the b vitamins b12 b6 all of these things b vitamins in particular are super important for actually allowing our liver to function and work properly Now, our liver and our digestive system are our two key detoxification organs. And the way I think about these is like a drain for our hormones, in particular estrogen. So if we have symptoms of estrogen excess, which is going to be things like the painful, heavy, clotty periods, then it is quite likely that we have issues in the drainage of these hormones. Not always, which is why we rule things out with testing but it is quite likely that that's the case. And so if I were to look at blood test results and see that someone had deficiencies in a lot of these micronutrients, I can quite safely assume that they're going to have issues with their drainage system. And similarly, if someone has constipation and they're telling me that they're not having a bowel movement daily, well, you know, the evidence is there that that drain is quite literally blocked. Um, And so clearing that is going to be really, really important to actually mean that you can uh, excrete and detoxify those hormones efficiently. The other test I love using in clinic is something called the Dutch test, which I do have a particular episode on. You can go back and listen to that. I actually don't think everyone needs to do a Dutch test and I don't do a Dutch test with all of my clients, but I do like using it in clients where... I feel like we've, I, you know, nailed all of the basics. Their nutrition's really on point, um, or it's improved greatly. You know, they're not consuming inflammatory foods. They're having a bowel movement daily. Um, their nutrients are up to scratch. We've looked at things like insulin. We've looked at thing like things like thyroid, um, and we're really sure it's not any of that. That's where it can be helpful to use something like a Dutch to get some more specific in-depth information about the sort of internal metabolism of those hormones. So if you haven't listened to that test and you're not sure sh- to that episode, and you're not sure what a Dutch test is, um, I will link it in the show notes and please do go and have a listen. So a short and sweet episode, but the key takeaways from this is that, um, identifying, I guess, what is normal and not normal when it comes to heavy periods. So A heavy period really is if you're using more than 16 regular tampons or eight super tampons or pads across the full length of your period and that's, you know, soaked. Other key signs and symptoms you're looking for is are you um, afraid of bleeding through your menstrual products? Are you bleeding during the night and afraid or are, um, you know, bleeding onto your bed or your bed sheets and things like that. Are you quite literally bleeding through your pads or tampons when it's not an issue with the regularity of changing those? Um, Those are really, really key signs and symptoms that your period is in fact heavy. Chronic iron deficiency, of course, is sort of another symptom there. Um, And then the other thing I want you to take away from this is that there are so many other options for us to explore outside of conventional treatment options like the Mirena, transemic acid and the oral contraceptive pill and certainly plenty of things to look at before, uh, you know, considering surgical intervention. And then in terms of testing, it's really about nailing the foundations first and giving that a good three months because with anything hormone-related, it's going to take time It's not going to be an overnight fix. So we want to make sure that those dietary foundations are there, that you have great blood sugar control, that you're nutrient replete, that you have really healthy insulin levels, that you have a healthy thyroid, that you're doing things like drinking plenty of water, that you're doing things like not, you know, overdoing it with alcohol and medications and things like that that are going through your liver. And in the event that you've nailed all the basics and you're still experiencing these symptoms, that's where I would recommend considering something like the Dutch test. That's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I was probably very rusty after having so much time off, um, but I am endeavouring to record a few more before I go on maternity leave. So I will talk to you very soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Holistic Health Chats. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a rating and review in iTunes, as this allows me to help more women just like you. Holistic Health Chats is not intended to replace medical advice, so please consult with your practitioner before making any changes to your current health. If you are ready to take your health to the next level and would like some personalized support, the next step is booking in for a complimentary health chat. Please head to celendouglas.com forward slash book for more information.